Welcome back to Candid Conversations with Carmen on this week's episode, part two of our conversation with Paul. And so, um, so, so when I think about marriage, I don't just think about it as, oh, I want to be married. Yes, I do want to be married. Do I want children? At some point, yes, I do want to have children. Um, if the Lord blesses me with that, but I also have a Godson that I can 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 bestow gifts on right now, and I can pick up and hug and and get all the love and feeling, you know, for about babies from him. <laughs> you know, I, I don't need my own at this moment, but I know that it can't just be about what I want. Because the person that I marry, he has to go. He has to go through his process of getting ready, and to be so that he can be in a place that he can um, come into my life and do the things that God has called him to do. But there are some criteria and things that I, I already have set in place. Daddy does a lot for me, mm-hmm. and I've always said that anybody that marries me has to be be do the things that daddy does, and then more because he's gonna be married to me, so he has to be more than daddy. Daddy, <laughs> you know. But his baseline got to be where daddy is. And daddy is a hard uh, thing to meet. So he's not all yeah, right. Yeah, but I feel bad for you, my dude. <laughs> I feel bad, boy. But that, that's, that's my criteria. And and people would think that I they were like, oh, you just have really high standards of things, of, of, of everything. And I used to say some things about education and everything. And I had uh, a talk yes. with um, um, a friend of ours and an old manager of ours and she said you don't need to necessarily put that stipulation because there are so many people who don't necessarily have degrees or anything like that but they are hard working they do all these different things and they are multi-millionaires multi-billionaires all these different things and and or they are on their way to those things and if you count them out you may miss your blessing and it that's really true. more so that you could have a conversation on the same level. Yes. Not. And, and, and that's for me. I don't ever want to be in a place. And I've been even watching and reading things where they talk about women and how when you're on different levels for a man, it can be off putting to them. And so it makes it hard for them. I don't PhD. No, like the way <laughs> in for men, uh-huh. men don't care about your degrees, or mm-hmm. your money, because we can't have it. Like, you can't get it. You don't get girls' money. I mean, they might buy you some gifts sometimes, and if they they might hit, cook, help you, but men don't care about that. As far as, if you are on that level and you feel like your education is, you can't go down mm-hmm. because of education. Now, I'm not saying just get a bum, but I'm saying... It's, it's, you're gonna have I'm a to, PhD, so I only date other PhDs. Yes, that kind of I, I, I deserve something like that. You, your mindset can't be that way. Now, the person when I say that, yes, you you got to be able to have a conversation. You don't want to be sitting there airhead, don't know how to talk about nothing, just don't. But you the criteria of and money, like and money. When I say now, but see the thing is, for me, money has never ever been like like in the sense of. You might make thirty thousand dollars, and I make two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. We're just because the thing is, if we have built a relationship and you have good credit and you do all these different things, or you working to get your credit right and everything like that, and you are actively doing your job and you're actively working and you're actually making moves or whatever, I'm not gonna be upset with you because when we get together, our money is our money. It's no longer just my money. 
it's our money together. But we need to work on but, all your stuff before we but, become but, our money. But yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course, no. You, you, Carmen, you, you know right. me. You know me. But what I'm saying is if he has a job and he's saying, you know, I have this plan in a, in a few years, I can make this or I'm, I want to make this move or I got everything. It's ambition. That's the word. It's, it's where are you going? Where are you? Now I feel like the disparity can be there. Like if you're gonna take advantage, but most most men that I know, they don't. They're not trying to take advantage. No matter what job that they do, they're not trying to take advantage of the the woman that they're with. They're like, I'm trying to make my family be supported in this. And if I have to get another job, I will. And if I have to do this, I will. So if you make thirty thousand dollars and you're like your wife makes two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they'll be like, okay. That may not be where I don't really like that. That's kind of hard for me. You talk it through and you say, well, but there's other things. Money isn't the whole thing. It, can I submit to your authority and your leadership in our household and you make $30,000 and I make two hundred. I think a lot of times when a disparity is happens like that, I think it's when, I mean, obviously I could be wrong, but I think it was probably seen more frequently when the couple was together before they exactly. got it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so like we both was like, not super high on the totem pole in sense. And then you were making the 30,000. We were making it. I had a job making 30,000. We had 60 together and we were doing the things. And then I finished school or I got a better job or I got a promotion or I came into some money, whatever the case may be. And that rolls me up to the $250,000. So our dynamics were already yeah. set. I think if you make $250,000 and your husband or your, the guy who you're trying to date makes $30,000, it's a mindset the despair thing. is not even a mindset. It's literally proximity. Where would you ever be to interact unless you're at church yeah. or something that like, unless you're at church, like really, I cannot imagine where else we at the car dealership. No, because you are buying luxury and at $30,000, he isn't like, so where are you going to guys going to be intersecting? Yeah. And so that's why I feel like it will probably be highly unlikely to see a dynamic. Yeah, you wouldn't. No, but I'm just, I was given that scenario. No, I get what you're saying. Ashley's point of view is, is, is and more. And I get it. Ashley's point of view is, I've not heard many women in today's society mm-hmm. say they are willing to even consider that. Like, yeah. that disparity gap. Like Carmen said, unless they were with their man before the, beforehand, mm. then t- for them to even say that. Most women that talk want their man, even if you don't make it, more as much as them, he can't make less than fifty. If you have, if you have, if you have, if you have, like, if you have a car, if you have a, a place to live, or you may even live with your parents, but you you live. No, when I say that, okay. you're living with your Come parents on, out man. of choice, not because you have to. Okay, by okay. choice, okay. but not because you have to, because mm-hmm. you're helping out, you want to do whatever. That that is what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that you are a bum out here and you making thirty thousand dollars and that's just where you aspire to be. You don't have no goals to go anywhere like that. I already because my thing was I said if I have a master's degree, then you should have at least a bachelor's degree to date me. I would think I don't think that you took the, the stipulation off as far as a degree because you would be potentially ruling out potential. It was, really good people yes. because you're because a lot of people don't go to undergraduate degree. I'm going to tell you, yeah. some of the nicest people, like people who had degrees were horrible. Yes. Some of the nicest guys that I actually have ever met, they didn't have degrees and they were nice people. Like they were genuinely nice. Yes, but hard nice workers, doesn't... hard workers, putting in the work, had the, the good head on their shoulders, ambitious, 
working to get things done. Yeah. I say, but a lot of times that's not always met. If they aren't met, currently presently in the position that is saying, like, I think it's hard a lot of times for ladies. I can't speak for all, but I think it could be hard for ladies to 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 see the dreamer and support him in his, in his dreaming. I, I I don't I don't think because his rap career gonna pop off in two because years. Because a lot of ladies take, get taken advantage of with that. But because the thing is, it's not a, it's not the it's for me it's fruit. So if you say that you are at a thirty thousand dollar job mm-hmm. and you're saying I want to do this business or whatever and you are actively making steps to get that business and that business is actually making some money but it's just a growing business at this point in time but you're in this thirty thousand dollar job so you can do your other business to make it make it work if i see that you have the fruit of your labor that is actually making an income but you aren't having gone fully into that because you are doing you're you doing that to live yeah that's different from when if you're saying i'm gonna stay in this low-end job because it's just the only thing i'm not trying to do anything every time you make a suggestion do you want might want to do this do you might want to better yourself do you might want to go to him i'm sorry like no but that's that's what i'm not yeah that's not my my thing because the thing is if you already have to meet the criteria of daddy you yeah. are on that, right? Yeah, yeah. That part. You are on that. Right. So that's the thing yeah. is, so th- that's that that what I'm saying is like if that was what God was to bring to me, then that that would be a work. But the thing is, if you're on Daddy's level, because right. even when Daddy didn't have a lot, Daddy would work ten jobs. Right. Mommy wouldn't have to worry about the things, and she would still be like, "Go get you some clothes if you want to, and do all these different get things. Get your hair done. All those different things." Two dollars in the bank, but he would make it work because the thing was his family was not gonna he might not have, but his family was not going to ever know that anything was amiss. Mm-hmm. Not that anything was amiss that we didn't know of. <laughs> but I'm just but but you know, but so the thing is, so if I want so if you <laughs> if you find if you get to that place where um if you go um if you are getting to that place of wanting to get I'm not being extra because I'm asking for that I just have to believe that God will bring that to me but the thing is I'm saying if I'm if I'm asking for that then I gotta be that right you have to be willing to give what you're you have to be willing to reciprocate yes yeah I, I I um I would have to be the person that I'm asking for. And so in these last few years, I know I've been talking for a long time, no. but the part in these last few years, I've been really trying to cultivate in myself to be the person that I am looking for or mm-hmm. that I want to find me. And that, so, and that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we don't want to have to be a, the best versions of ourselves. We just want, I mean, in our mind, we're going to be the best version. Right. You know, because you're the best already. Or you can say, I'm working towards that. But we don't necessarily want to be the best version ourselves to be, to say, okay, I'm presentable to another person. Or I'm where somebody, where I can live with, somebody can live with me mm-hmm. and deal with me right. me and my mess. Right. And I don't put more weight on them than they already got through. And I put more stress and more 
hardship on them and to bring them down because of me. Right. We don't. A lot of times we don't think like that because we be like, oh, I'm I'm good right now. I'm I'm good. I'm the prize. They gonna come get you. <laughs> you know? Right. And one thing I do know is that in any relationship or anything, you don't know a person until you're in that. So even no matter how much work that I can possibly potentially do for myself and to get myself to be the best person. Mm-hmm. When I get with that person, we're going to run up onto some things because he don't live here with me. Right. So he don't know how I am to live with. And he not until I, we get married. So right. when we show up on that first day and we stand at our house and we look at each other. Hotel and he said, oh, why are you just sliding into those sheets without rubbing it down with the dryer sheet? Right. Yeah. Why are you lights on? Where are your shower shoes? <laughs> I know you're not walking on the floor on your bare feet. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You You start freaking out. You know, those type of things, you get to those situations. I have to be in a place to know that. (laughs) He said, you don't use a rag. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Some people don't. Some people do not use a washcloth. Then how do they make? They use their hand. You made with your hand. They do their hand, and some and it's, and in and some in some cultures they use like the women. They'll use their underwear, so they'll put them in the sh- in the shower with them, let them get sudsy, and then they'll essentially turn that into their washcloth. I mean, that that's, that's better than that. Sounds, that sounds like maybe you don't have the funds. Or no, the it it was a potentially have came from that previously in the past, but it's like in the U.S. I'm not talking about like it's just culturally now. In the U.S., they be doing it. Yes, they just will say, "I don't need." You do some, need a rag, they man. Don't, that's no. That's booty no. on top of you. Putting booty on yourself. You bathing in booty. That's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> but but that's that's true. So but, that's a cultural difference. Yes. And you, if you don't know that, yes. But think oh, about man. that. Then you just so, don't know. And that's and that's what I'm and saying. And then you discover it. <laughs> How do you react? Oh my gosh! Where's your watch glove? You know I can't tone it down when I find out. <laughs> You know, but the thing is that people do different things at their house. Yeah. Like, you know, right. holidays and things. Yes. Um, that was actually, it was so crazy because Ashley stole, essentially stole my question. Like, I've had this written down since we agreed that you were going to be on the, the podcast this season. It was literally like, what, what are your marriage expectations? I know you guys want to be married, like for yourself, for your future spouse, for your future family. You literally, we've gone through that already. One of the things we didn't discuss, and I think that kind of goes into what we're talking about, is the is the divide in like what you do. You don't necessarily know how someone is until you live with them. But then also, like holidays that you celebrate, you don't celebrate Christmas. So is that something that you would be a hard no for you? Yeah, that's a hard no. The reason I say that is because the reason I say it's a hard no. Because I love a good gift exchange. We talked about this. Now, what I can do to be... Um, to be compromise is we can set another day in the year that we choose as our family day or whatever to give gifts and all of that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But um, I don't want it to be stressful. I don't want anybody to be stressing out over giving gifts or anything like that. And I don't want, um, I don't like the commercialization of Christmas. Like, I don't like the idea that you need this gift so bad because it's going to make Santa Claus, because you need Santa Claus to give you a gift or whatever it is. And the fact that they turned it into such a money grab that you can't even, like, 
it's be it's not even Thanksgiving over with and Christmas it's Christmas time now. Mm-hmm. Like and all of it is so companies can end up hitting their bottom line at the end of the year. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. And they push, 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 push advertisers. And so the net as a whole, everybody's winning in terms of the money game. Mm-hmm. They're winning on that because the stores are ha- gonna make their more money. Mm-hmm. So guess the, they gonna pay more in ads. So the people getting revenue off the ads are happy about it. So it's just a cycle of commercialism, and I don't like that. In terms of supposed to be the reason of the season is Jesus and gifts and love. Mm-hmm. That ain't it. Because if you really want to read the season, reason of the season be that you give gift to the Lord and say, God, I'm gonna do this for you as my gift. It would be somewhat like Lent, I would think. Like, <laughs> would, I, yeah. To me, that's how it would seem. Yeah. Frank, gold frankincense and myrrh, and I don't know how to get no frankincense and myrrh. So, <laughs> and you're not gonna be doing no gold, like where you're gonna put it. So you literally be like, Lord, I'm just gonna sing this praise song unto you or something yeah. like that. So to me, like to me, I I just don't like that idea. I mean, because I that's just my I don't know. Like I don't know when Jesus was born. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I can't say. But. I don't believe it was Christmas, and most people don't. And I, I think it's all a, sh- a sham. But that's just my personal belief. Mm-hmm. It's a hard no for me. It's just, what the crazy part about it is, everybody else don't think like this, and it's not. It's a lot of people who love Christmas. But yeah. I, the thing is, I feel like I don't really, I don't really care. Like, see a problem with Christmas mm-hmm. because I and I, I've been really thinking about this in recent years because we, uh, Troy and I were talking about this because we just passed, you know, the holiday. Y'all don't get Christmas trees? No. Louis no, we, we, we talked about this previously. And so, not even about the Christmas tree aspect. It's literally, like, I get it. It's it's all about commercialization. It is. And to, to, to say, oh, Jesus is the reason for the season and to try to kind of place it on Jesus is why we can participate too. I'm not with that either. But, like I said, I'm, I love a good gift exchange. I do. I think it's nice. I think it's lovely. On my birthday... You know, if people bring me gifts and I get gifts and I do presents, great. On their birthdays, I give them presents. So if you have a day, like you said, another day set aside in the year, I just, that day that you have set aside could also be Christmas Day. And you just, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It, yeah, the yeah, date yeah. doesn't change what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, and if yeah. you say, if you in your household say, we're this is not about Jesus' birthday. This is because we're fellowshipping as a family. We want to do something nice. We like buying gifts for our kids or we like buying gifts for each other, whatever the case may be. It's like your anniversary or likes for some people what what they do on Valentine's Day, whatever the case may be. If you're going to do it at some point, why not just go ahead and get it out of the way on the 25th? You remember when it is. You don't have to set up a fake date. Everybody's continually reminding you. Get your stuff in advance so you don't pay the upcharged prices. And you also get to celebrate. Do a family gift exchange. It doesn't have to be like, oh, and if you want to say, hey, we have a really big family dinner that day because people are off. Like, you're off work. That's the most convenient day. Everybody is already off. Your whole, all your loved ones can fly in. They can drive up, whatever the case may be. You can fellowship together. I just don't see anything wrong with it. But it's about you deciding what parameters, if you're going to put the lies in the mix. Hey, Santa Claus is coming down the chimney. Who's breaking and entering? Like, if you say no, there. If you say, "Hey, Santa Claus is not real," you go ahead and you you lay that down. That's not one of the things that you are upfront about. You say that we don't do that. If you say, "Hey, Christmas trees, I'm not going to be bowing down on no tree, whatever the case may be," you say, "Hey, that's not the element that I'm going to take. I'm not going to keep that." If it's you saying, "Hey, I'm not going to do Christmas," because the pagan holiday was that on December 25th. 
you don't know. And so you're saying I'm not doing it because I don't want to do the pagan thing, but you don't even know the research on the thing that you're saying you don't do. <laughs> so it's like I don't even know the why. And imagine all the pagan things you do the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That part. I mean, really, like you come out and you eat in excess on Thanksgiving, glutton. Like, you know full well you are finished. You are satisfied. <laughs> and you're like, give me one minute. I'm going to let it sit. And I'm going to go to get some pie. Like, you know you're done. But you say it's Thanksgiving so I can do this. Easter. Easter. A lot of times you say Easter. You do your you, A lot of people don't even do, like, the bunnies and all that. It's just literally a Easter family dinner. It's just something to unify the family because it's a, a celebration. It is actually for something, you know. But you say, hey. We're doing Easter. It's a fertility. Uh, yeah, that was actually for the for the the um rabbit. Yeah, the bunny yeah. is supposed to be for fertility. Fertility. So a lot of people would be stopping if and they knew it was for fertility. <laughs> <laughs> if they really be like get the bunny out of here. So you know, but like I said, either here or there. So it's like all the things that you choose and you pick and choose in your life, and then you say, oh well, this is a hard no for me. If that's something that's your conviction, and the Lord is saying you don't need to have that in your household because that's going to hold you in bondage. That's going to have you stressed and have you thinking, oh my gosh, I have to get these presents. I don't have the money, but I've got to deliver. Like everybody's going to be disappointed or mad at me. If that's something that you, the Lord is saying, hey, you don't need in your life, and that's what it's going to bring, then you better go ahead and not do it. But if that's not a, a personal conviction that you have, I don't see the problem in doing it. Like I said, like I, like I obviously, you know, I'm I'm indifferent, but I, like I said, I love a good gift exchange. I like giving people gifts. Yeah, I like giving. But people how presents. is it general? Like even right. when I think about this, I think about we celebrate Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Correct. We always have. Correct. You know? We always have. I, I, I oh, I got a cramp. Ooh, I got a cramp. <laughs> but um, the I I recently thought, what is why could we do that and not do the other one? And Christmas? Yeah. And that's why I said that yes. goes to your personal conviction. Yeah. Because the Lord is telling you, don't celebrate Christmas in your house? Yeah. I, but at the end of that, I love, a, like I said, I love a good gift exchange. I will not have a gift exchange on December 25th at, at mommy and daddy's house. Mm-hmm. No. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Because that's, that's not what they do. Like, I'm not about to have a, a Christmas celebration and that's not what you do in your house. Yeah. I'm not going to go and disrespect what your parameters are because that is the conviction that you have. I'm going to be respectful of that. But if that's not what the Lord has laid on my heart and I live somewhere else, then, hey, walking around <laughs> the kitchen, I mean, the kitchen table, or whatever you want to say, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. If the Lord has not told you, you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. Because it don't say you're going to hell for doing Christmas. It, it don't says, say. It, in the Bible, it it says don't condemn people for the holidays that they um, that they celebrate and what they right. eat or they drink or anything. Right. You you just have to know that it may not be convenient or it doesn't have any. Right. It's vanity. All of it is vanity. And as long as you aren't giving uh you know, supplication to idols, right. then you you and you in the good because it's like, it's the same th- thing difference as giving gifts on your birthday or get and as Carmen said or on your your anniversary. Because I told Carmen, I said I like a good Christmas light. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Christmas decorations. <laughs> he said he have some nice poinsettias out. <laughs> <laughs> he have a wreath on the door. <laughs> But the thing is, that's not a bad thing. If I go to Troy's house and he has all the Christmas decorations up, 
I'm gonna be like, Troy, your Christmas decorations are busting. Like those are nice. Like what? Right. What? How much y'all did this cost you? Does <laughs> <laughs> your light bill be high? Right. You know that's that's how. Like it's. I don't mind it. My friends all celebrate it. I go over to their house and celebrate right. all the holidays. Right. Because they know I don't celebrate it here at our house. So I go over to that house and I have I have a full Christmas. I have right. a full, you know, I have go to the Halloween party. I don't celebrate Halloween and I'm ne- I won't be celebrating Halloween. But I go and if they have a Halloween party, we go over there and I'll have some cookies and some cake and uh-huh. and, ha- and we just have a good time hanging out. Because I don't have because they're not, it's not like they demon worshiping and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> they're not doing that. But, but Halloween is a little bit different. But it's, but Easter, going to see them do the Easter egg hunt. I watched the children do those different things. But for me, I personally, no, I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't have a desire. Just for me, I feel like, you know, with the Christmas tree and everything like that, I feel like that is, um, you know, a pagan celebration mm-hmm. uh, with the bowing down to the tree and putting the right. presents under the tree. It's like you giving gifts to the tree, not necessarily the people that are around it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you wanted to do all the other lights and not have the tree and have the presents stacked up, I would be okay with that. I, I don't have a problem with that. It's mainly the tree that I have a problem with. I because wouldn't it's mind. Up. This is what I'm saying. I wouldn't mind because I feel like fir trees being decorated is nice, but I'm not gonna put no presents around it like y'all see it yeah. and bow down to it. You can have a nice fir tree outside. I'll do the palm tree in the bed. But I think it's also you have to think about why you do the things that you do. I know. That a friend of mine, we were talking about Christmas holidays and everything like that because uh, when we were younger at our church and everything, it was like the Christmas is the devil. It's mm-hmm. it's it just you're just going to hell if you celebrate Christmas. That's how we felt. That may not have been the actual message that was being preached or being said, but I think a lot of people are in it. Well, this friend didn't celebrate Christmas all the way up until he was twenty. Too. He came home and his family was like, we're celebrating Christmas this year. Go out and get gifts and everything. And he said for him, it was, it messed him up because his theology was that yeah. Christmas is bad. We don't do Christmas because it's a devil holiday. It's not, it's, <laughs> you know, it's against the Lord. Yeah. It's all this kind of stuff. And now it's like, Christmas is great. This is my favorite time of the year. Let's celebrate this by gifts. Let's do all these different things. And so now for him, he don't mind Christmas. He never minded Christmas, but it's hard for him to get in, into trying to celebrate it because in his back of his mind and the back of his spirit and his soul, he feels like he's doing something wrong because he was taught that, that yeah. it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think for us, that's funny. Uh-huh. Side note, Nike, like I got some yeah. Nike stuff. Like yeah. I got a few Nike stuff. Right. It still be like, man, do I want to, and I, and I like it. Like, it just be, I think I feel him, I feel why he, the way he feels about Christmas, exactly the way I feel about Nike. If you go back to like a few episodes back in season two or something, I know for a fact that I mentioned, just because you have those convictions doesn't mean everybody else does. Mm-hmm. 
daddy can't wear Nike because God's like, that's what he told him. And that's what he told us. And we were like, oh, yes, whatever. But we're older now. I, at this point in my life, I'm like, yes, I'm respectful of mommy and daddy. And daddy can't say nothing, but these are a pair of shoes. And I'm like, yeah, so those other shoes hurt my feet. These feel good. So I'm going to wear them. And the thing is, whatever it may be, it, you selling something, no matter what you wear, unless you're wearing just a straight-up shirt. And that's still somebody else's brand. Unless you made the brand, you selling you're something. you sewing and surging yourself. <laughs> yes. You, you, you're you selling something. And so the thing is, I have a lot of, you know, different pieces. I that, never have had the conviction to not wear Nike. Me either. I never did. I never did. felt that because. But the thing is, if you feel that, then you might need to pray about it to make sure that you're not in the wrong, in the right place. Yeah, or no, is it just. Or it's just for me, no, because, like, a lot of things, it's like going to the movies was so scary the first time I went to the movies. Yeah. Like, no, no, like, work. no, I thought it was bad. Like, I knew, I knew, no, I, no, I knew, I, I knew I was sinning. I sat down and watched that Princess, Princess, uh, Princess Diary. <laughs> but I was, I knew I was sinning so bad. I was like, man, I was just going to ask for forgiveness on this because, but I knew I was sinning. Like, I was like, oh God, this is so bad for us. To be in this movie right here. I didn't feel like that. I, that's how I felt. I didn't feel like that. I felt like I felt I did kind of feel like I was being a little disobedient because we didn't get permission. Because we tried to call the house to ask them, yeah. could we go? And they didn't answer. Because mm-hmm. they were taking us just free. They they were taking everybody to the movies and they were going to go. And we had never been. And we were like, oh, that's not what we do normally, but there's nothing, I know for a fact there's nothing wrong with this movie, right. so I know it's not a bad movie to go see, so when I went to that, that, but I did feel like I was being disobedient, because that was not something that we normally did, and that was something that when we asked, we were told, no, you can't, we don't do that, we don't do And that I thing. think that's so crazy to me, because I didn't feel like that, like the things that y'all say, like, are like, but you weren't around then. No, 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 y'all, I I wasn't no, around. no. When I when say that, died. you weren't you weren't age like age appropriate in terms of. No, it wasn't like that. I'm saying like how it was like these are things we don't do and these are things that we do. Like I never felt like because you came at a time when at, by the time you really could start. No, doing I'm things, saying like it was ev- pretty much everything was permissible. Yeah, no, it we wasn't that things were permissible. <laughs> but like you know, how we we didn't watch like cartoons with talk, talking animals yeah. and yeah. things like that. I knew that was something that we were not permitted to do. But I didn't feel like it was a bad thing. Oh, I did. I, I, I didn't it was feel bad. like it was bad. I, I just did. felt I like it was something that I wasn't permitted to do. I didn't know no. the difference. No, no, not now. With the talking animals, I didn't think that that was that was those movies and things were bad. I, I just thought Lemon One Time was terrible. I thought that's what I'm saying. Like some, thought, those kind of like hard things. I, I knew we didn't like go into the. Movies. I didn't know I why we could watch Balto. But uh, good. Like I was like now that I had questions about that. Too. I. Feel like I, I maybe saw some scenes from Balto no, no, when no, I was no, younger. No, 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 no. We could room watch it. We, we could watch Balto. Okay, okay. We, 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 we didn't sneak Balto. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm vaguely remembering no, we, we didn't watch Balto. We didn't sneak Balto. We could watch Balto. Okay. We could watch Balto. We had questions on why we could watch Balto. Why can't Balto? we watch Balto? And I was like, that's what made me kind of be like, is this bad? Because I still felt like. And, I was that's why, and I was like, I kind of feel like but I did watch the ball. So I was like, maybe is, I snuck in grandma's bed and watched it. But the thing is, you know what? I realized the reason why we could watch Balto and we couldn't watch The Land Before Time was The Land Before Time, the animals talk to each other 
and it was just them having a conversation like they were people. Mm-hmm. And in Baltimore, the dogs talked to each other, but they did not talk to people. The mm-hmm. little girl couldn't understand it. It was just them barking and everything. The same thing with like Toy Story and things like that. They didn't talk to the children. They just talked to each other. So they were communicating with each other, not with the people. And they the, weren't acting act, as if they were people. Or, uh, they weren't yes. acting as if they were people. And so, but I came to that realization after I was no longer a child. Mm-hmm. But as a child, I would have just saw the movie with the things talking to each other yes. and that would have been the movie. Yeah. But I'm not realizing that's not a real thing. Animals I, I feel like I just didn't take things as like, if it was like a no, like I, like if it was like, no, you can't do this thing or whatever. I didn't necessarily take it that the thing was bad. I just thought that was something I wasn't permitted to do. And that's no, just, how, I, I was, I and was, that's what like, we couldn't bad. go to the I didn't think the movies was a bad thing. I just thought well, that was something we didn't do. No, because we were told that it was a, a bad and thing. That's what and that's like, what y'all have the, like, I didn't get that. Like yes, for us not watching Land Before Time and stuff, I was like, "Oh, that's something." Seriously, we're not by the time that you got about six, yes. like six or seven, like when, when I was twelve, started. I was twelve when we went to see um, Princess Diaries. Yes, you were twelve. I, I was eleven. 11. Or twelve. You were eleven. It was two thousand one. Okay, so I was eleven. So how old were you then? Five years younger than that, so six. You were six. After that, after, after we went to see that movie, Princess Diaries, things started loosening up. Like yeah, they really did. It did, but also things changed. We moved. Exactly, we did move. Mm-hmm. We moved, and when we moved to our 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 house, the it was like Sarah Ashley Way rules and things the way we did things. Yeah, and life then, definitely had a delineation between us. And then Ashton, yes, and then Ashton sure. Brooke and how we do things at Ashton Brooke, Sarah Ashley Way and Ashton Brooke were two different to- ways. of Hypothetical doing. addresses. There's no address. Hypothetical streets. <laughs> 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 some uh, some uh, addresses portrayed in this are fictional, are fictional or not or are. But but the 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 delineation between us being in our old house and then us coming to our new house was a totally different uh, mindset. The way we did things, the way life was, life was mm-hmm. different, and so. Those rules were that was really like our life, yeah. Our pre life because my life really did was pre, uh, pre. That's, you were 12, she was 12. Mm-hmm. I was 11. We moved, we were, I was about to be 11. I was about to be 12, and she was about to be 12 when we moved. So that's you, not like you might be a teenager, actually, about to be a, you right at that pre teen age, yeah. So, you all your of my chill formative, kid part, my formative years were all there, and your formative years. In reality, was this was your life? So yes, the things and the rules. No, the there things. were certain things that obviously I know were more lenient because yeah. I can remember the differences. Like mm-hmm. I can remember, like there were certain things I would be like, "Oh, you did what?" Like if Reginald Troy did something, I'd be like, "What?" Like you're doing this? Like oh my gosh, are you watching this? Oh my gosh, like I would step out the room. Yeah, and they did some things that I was. <laughs> <laughs> They did a lot of but things that I was that, like. Obviously, shook. there's a, like a, a in between place that I am that really none of y'all can fall into yes. because I'm in between anyway. So yeah. it's a weird dichotomy a little bit because there's the old life, the new life, the in between life, and then I can clearly see the transition in those. Mm-hmm. Y'all are like, I knew bad and only bad, and that everything was bad. 
it was all devil. You know, like, <laughs> on, uh, what was the movie called? With Waterboy, the devil. You know, it was like everything was that. And then here, it was like, not everything was bad. But like, we have some limits, but like, we don't have enough time to monitor every space but that you're in. But the thing was, though, it's still, for me and Paul, those rules didn't change. And they didn't change for me either. Yeah. Like that, like I said, they would be watching stuff and I would excuse myself. Cause I'm like, Hey, y'all can do whatever y'all do, but I'm not going to be a part of this. Cause this is the conviction that I have. I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yes. Because you knew the rules. I knew the rules. But the thing is we would get in trouble for the things that were those old right. rules. But the thing was, I was a different person than you guys. Yeah. Cause you guys had to be punished. I did not. I would remove myself. <laughs> y'all would be done snuck and watched it. Or it would be like, no, y'all weren't supposed to do that. I'm like, look, I have to take a break off of this thing. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm putting she myself on. myself uh, punishments. I things. used to be like, I wouldn't give myself punishment, but I would set self-regulations. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, people got grounded. Like, I was like, I would, I would just say like, hey, I need, I've been watching a little too much TV, so I'm going to take a week off or take two weeks off or whatever. So I would self-impose those things because I would like say, hey, I need a balance. Y'all would be getting mommy and daddy were balancing y'all. Like I saw them balance y'all. So I don't really need them to balance me because I know what you're not supposed to be doing. I will just not do that. And then they were literally like, they had limited monitoring. Honestly, I <laughs> honestly, I would be monitoring them. I would be like, turn that mess off. And I'm like, and the thing is like, I'm in between you y'all, everybody. But I'm only two years older than Rachel and I'm four years older. Than, I mean, I'm two years older than Rachel four years older than Troy and I'm four years younger than Paul. So I'm exactly in between them and the same months. So like he's June and he's August and I'm in July. So we're, I'm literally the same distance between them both in oldness and youngness with like an extra off teetering month. Yeah. So I could see both sides of the spectrum. So it's like, it's weird for me to be saying, Hey, Rachel and Troy, cause I'm the same age as you like what you are to me and you would yeah. never come in and say Carmen stop doing Boy, that yeah, you, but I would you. be like you, had, you, the, you were there like you I, I would be like I would be like Rachel and Troy y'all know you're not supposed to be watching that they would abuse me or whatever when I got on their nerves telling them too much stuff they weren't supposed to do whatever the case may be and I used to tell everybody what to and do and Ashley would tell whether we did it or not was up to us but she would tell us what to do Ashley was the boss Carmen was the underboss because Carmen would t- she Carmen would tell you tell everybody what to do like you do. I don't think it was that. I just feel like Carmen did stuff for us. Like it was yeah. more like of a respect kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, cause she she used to like do school work for them. I'm like, oh, that is just too much. And she was like, no, they need to have structure, so they're going to do this fitness <laughs> program so extra. Like I didn't have to do these things. It was too much. She was six, and she would be having them plats. Like <laughs> not six, going, eight. But she was like. <laughs> She's like, they're like, she was like, I, they have to have this. And she would have all these different things. And, you know, we would do the, it was a whole lot of different things. But one of the major, major things in all of that was that we had different perspectives on what life was like. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that also plays into the Christmas thing. Yeah. yeah. How you were just saying, like, this is a hard no for me. We can pick a different day. And Ashley was like, you know, that's personally, you know, I may go to a friend's house or whatever, but personally, I don't really do Christmas. And I'm up here like, hey, to each his own. Like, if you're doing Christmas and the Lord hasn't told you not to, I love a good gift exchange, whatever the case may be. And Troy's like, I like lights. You know, like, I'm <laughs> stringing them up. It's like, it goes like. But, Ashley, you know, 
the whole thing why Sinister sells into your husband. Yes. What if your husband says we're doing Christmas? Uh, you should have had that conversation before we, you were a we spouse. Would, we would have a conversation before, like like Carmen said before. I, he would already know. He would know. Like these, this is what I do. This is what I don't do. Mm-hmm. You know that. You know there's some, no Halloween. Like no I don't. I would, the, our children will not be trick or treating. They will not have be dressing up. They will not be doing any of those. I just don't. Be, I don't believe in. And, and she'll up, pull out a truth about Halloween like <laughs> <pamphlet. laughs> She'll be like, read this. <laughs> I, I want to ask them for a little bit because I want to just get on because you can really those are hilarious. The truth about Halloween is hilarious. It's not really it. funny, but it's like no, it's really informative it's, because the thing is, is that the truth about Halloween flop pamphlets cause you to think about what you're doing. Yeah, it's not just going through the motions of like I'm participating in this activity that everybody is doing. Yeah. I'm actually actively and, and because of reading that, I can't. In good, good conscience, celebrate it. Yes, that, and that's the thing is, I and can't you can say, take it for fact or not if that's what you want. Yes. But if you say, "Hey, this, oh my gosh, this is the truth. I've gotten convicted. I shouldn't be doing that." Then you won't be participating, sweetie. I'm sorry, but you won't be dressing up as the Incredibles this year. <laughs> you know, running. You through can the do it all ever. You won't every be trunk or treating. I don't care what these yes. churches do. It's still trick or treating. It's still trick or treating. Trick or treat is the same. It's thing. the same thing. If just because you're a Bible character, yes. does not mean you're not dressed up. <laughs> yes. Just because the candy. character that you are dressed as is dead does not mean you're not dressed up. How do you know what what Abraham looked like? <laughs> <laughs> you don't. People know Jesus dresses on and say I'm Abraham. They have to have like a sign because you don't know if they're Abraham or Jesus because they look the same. <laughs> But no, oh, it's, it's, it's about a conversation. And I think that the person that, you know, that we were married or have a relationship with, you can have a conversation. And if they celebrate it, you can celebrate it with them. Don't. I think it's, you don't have to be just contrary. And yeah. that can be the thing. You don't have to be just contrary. You could talk it through. And, right. And yeah, tell it's them a hard no for me. And, and don't tell them why. Tell them why or the reasons. Because most people will be, be be okay with saying okay we understand you don't necessarily celebrate would you mind sitting with us while we do celebrate and, do and there's things. some things though that like if you, I think also when you throw children in the mix that's where you really get to the place that's where it's it, like that's when it gets, it gets a dicey hairy. it gets a little dicey yeah because it's like wait one minute like I don't care what you do about your soul, but my kids and souls they might will be, have, right, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like, you're like, I don't care what you do with your half, but with mine, <laughs> and that's all of them have, some of mine, they aren't going to be trick-or-treating, sorry. And you start putting hard nose in there. Mm-hmm. And it can be a little le- more lenient when it's just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when true. you're like, they were training them up, and then it's like, this is too risky. I can't have them thinking this is the truth. No cartoon talking mess. And then you start becoming a radical you know, to your spouse or whatever well, for I things that you were you, op- originally overlooking. I think that if you are marrying the person that God has for you, the um, conversations that you have mm-hmm. and the the things, they'll be willing to work with you. I think mm-hmm. that it, it won't cause, especially if you're equally yoked. If you're equally yes. yoked, then it, yes. you, that's not going to cause the, the issue. But if you are unequally yoked, then there's going to be not, the holidays aren't going to be the only thing that you are I, having problems with. I agree with that. Do y'all think people realize what yoke means? Meaning together? You mean with like the yoke on no, like the ox? Like Literally, what does yoke mean? 
like the Nets? No, no, no. What the you mean like the version, oxen? The little version the of yoke. So you'll know what it means. Like what with equally yoke. Now you think oh we together. Don't be unequally yoked. No, what yoke mean is if you think about an ox, they're tied in. They're stuck together with that big old piece of wood that goes across their neck. Yeah. And they're holding them in. Mm-hmm. When you're so yoked together, to you're stuck at the same pace. You're stuck at all. Now, you can, one can shift, but it's... You, but that's why you don't. You want to be equally yoked so you move and you in the same rhythm. Because if you don't... And then also, I think when people don't realize is that... And Ashley was telling me the other day because we have an, actually one of our other discussions is actually... Um, unequally yoked in friend groups. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the importance. Do people put that same, bestow that same importance on their friendships as they do on their romantic relationships? So that's a good episode as well. So check that one out. But I think that, um, I think that what people sometimes overlook is like you say unequally yoked and you think it's just the yoke. Like that is that matters because the yoke, like you said, if they are at different paces, it makes life harder. It just makes the you can still do it. It just makes it harder. But when you have when you're equally yoked, you have to think. As she was telling me the other day, and it really just was like, wow, somebody is controlling. The ox are not just walking with the yoke on their neck. Like somebody's controlling the, what do they call it? The, the rain. The rain. Somebody's controlling the reins. And if you are equally yoked, who's controlling your reins? So if you're saying, hey, I'm defaulting mm. to the Lord, and he's the one that's guiding us and directing us, we're equally yoked, at, meaning that we are in agreement and in alignment with one another. But that's then also dope. the Lord is the one that is guiding us yeah. because he's the one holding the reins. Yes. And that's what... Ashley was telling me, I was like, wow, I never thought about that portion, portion of, of it. it. Yeah, I only think about the yoke. Right. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that makes so much sense. And so that is like, that is where I think a lot of times we don't think about that as well. So really, if the Lord is the center and your focus, that makes it a whole lot easier for you to be yoked correctly because he's controlling your reins. He's the one snapping the yokes on because the oxen don't put the yoke on themselves. Yeah. So if he's slatching it on there, then... And, you know, if you get married to somebody who is not aligned with you, hey, the Lord of try to, you know, he have to work it out. It'd be painful while y'all to get them straightened out. But he still got to snap the yoke on y'all and get, take the reins. It just might be a lot harder to get you guys equally yoked. So it was just crazy that she said that. So I just thought about that as a different perspective mm-hmm. to have as well and to, like, take that into consideration. But honestly, we have, have jam-packed this episode with conversation. We talked so much. I don't think we've ever had episodes that are going to be this long and back to back. It's going to be a two parter. So I'm really, really happy with what we got. Um, it was great having you, Paul slash Steven. That's what he goes by. Um, most times is Steven, but he doesn't tell no, people. No, the only person that calls him that is Carmen. That's his name is Steven. He don't ask for nothing else. That's in my cell phone. So um, his number is saved <laughs> under Steven. <laughs> So just so it's been really, really good having you on the conversation. I thought was really good. It was open dialogue. It was actually candid. I think it came from a place where we were able to have a good time, open conversation, talk about issues. We maybe didn't always agree on every portion of it, but it was done in a good, a good, respectful way. And I think it will be beneficial for the listeners. So I'm glad you guys will be able to hear it when we're able to do this together. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you for having me. Y'all have a good one. Bye, y'all. Bye.